0: On this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney, Jared takes us to Minion Land and Villain Con at Universal. Welcome to this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dreyer, and today we are going to take you to Universal Studios Orlando, and their newest land which is Minions Land and this is from Despicable Me with Gru and all the little yellow minions and this place is a lot of fun and we had a chance to recently visit it after its opening uh during its trial phase and actually got a chance to ride some of the new rides and experience some of the stuff there so we wanted to share that with you today on this episode and take you through the new Minions Land over at Universal Orlando but before we do that we did want to ask uh, wherever you're listening to us, go ahead and click that pause button and click subscribe. So that way you're going to get this content delivered into your inbox each and every single week. And then if you're over on YouTube, obviously you get the opportunity to see us in person there. And you can see from today's video, I am back at home in Denver, Colorado. We have driven back from our time this summer out there at the Dryer Dose Disney condo in Orlando. And that is available for rent. If you wanted to check that out, that's down in our podcast description below. But we did want to let you know that now that we're in season four, we are a few episodes in and these are some of our biggest episodes that have been waiting uh, out there for you, our public, that were hidden over on Patreon just for our Patreon supporters. And we've actually replaced it with our biggest Disney tip or trick ever. And this is available only on Patreon and only to our Patreon subscribers. And we will not make this available to our general public listeners out there because it's too good of a secret. And you're going to find that this is going to be at our highest tier. And it's because it's that great of a secret. And we don't want the secret getting out too much. This is only going to go to our highest level supporters. And don't get me wrong. We have a lot of supporters out there and we want to thank you. But what we saw is a lot of people would join for a month or two and support us for a month or two just to get access to our Butterbeer and our How to Go to Disney for almost free episodes, which are now available to the general public. This episode, we are not going to make it available, like I said, to the general public but we're going to put it at the top tier. And that's because we get a lot of people that subscribe They'll watch that video and then they'll unsubscribe. We wanted to make sure that you get the most bang for your buck because this is such a good secret. So definitely go check us out at Patreon. Their link is down in the description below. And then for today, you can see that I'm wearing my cool Jaws shirt. Jaws is one of my favorite movies and I love the Universal Parks and I love all the Jaws theming that's at Universal Orlando. And so I love to just go take my picture with the shark and hang out around that part of the park and see all the cool merchandise. This is my LTS shirt. And we did get a couple comments that people were like, wasn't the company called Roosevelt's? Yes, 100% it is. And we love the Roosevelt shirts. The issue is if I say Roosevelt shirts, you're gonna go Google that and you're not gonna be able to identify when it says LTS. So that's why I use the acronym is uh, just to get you guys easy access to it so you can find it easily online. And again, I don't get paid for saying this. I just really love their shirts. I have a whole bunch of them now, and I just keep ordering more and more. And they're great for the parks because they're lightweight. They breathe really well. They dry really quick. And when you wash them and stuff, they don't get wrinkles like some of the other Disney shirts do. So a really cool thing about their shirts. You want to check it out. And I'm going to keep highlighting different shirts as I get those. But we do like to also let you know that we have our I can do this all day gear over at our Etsy shop. That's also in the description below. You can see the water bottle there over my shoulder. Uh, so help support our podcast through our gear there. And I can say I wore that gear quite a bit to the parks this summer. And every single time I did, I got tons of comments. People would be in line and they'd say, I love your shirt. I love that you say you can do this all day. And I would show them where you could order it. And we s- saw a lot of orders go through every day that we were in the park. So. A lot of cool things happening over there. So go check out our Etsy page. But with that, let's go ahead and dive into our episode. And actually, I decided I'm going to do a two-part episodes. So I'm going to do this episode today talking about Minions Land over at Universal Orlando and what to expect when you go there and what kind of cool things they have going on. And then next week, since we're going to be talking today about Villain Con, the new shooting game over there at Minions Land. I'm going to talk next week about Buzz Lightyear, and that's going to be at both parks. So both Disneyland and Disney World Magic Kingdom. And I'm going to tell you how to maximize your score uh, because there's a lot of really competitive people out there. So I'm going to highlight that today for VillainCon. And then next week, I'm going to talk about Buzz Lightyear. And then maybe eventually I may do the Midway Mania as well. That's a really fun ride. And that one's got some really cool things, but that one's a little more difficult to do. Uh, it's not as easy as just going in and doing a couple things and maxing out your score. So we're going to be talking about that. Now, let's talk about Universal Orlando. Obviously, you've got two big parks there. You've got Islands of Adventure and you've got Universal Studios Orlando. And the Minions Land is going to be at the Universal Studios side. It's not an Islands of Adventure. So when you're walking through a city walk, you're going to want to go right at the bottom of the hill, and that'll take you around over to Universal Studios Orlando and know that the Minions Land is in the front of the park. So it's very quick and easy to access. I do recommend when you go, you're going to want to rope drop this area of the park because it does get very busy throughout the day. Even in the preview that we got to go to, it was very busy and perhaps the longest line that exists at Universal Studios Orlando is going to be at the Minions Mayhem ride today. Now that'll probably switch over to VillainCon as soon as that gets open and going as well, but that's where your longest lines are going to be. So you're definitely going to want to rope drop over there. So let's talk about what the layout is and how it all works, but. When you go in, just right there up the main street, you already have Minion Mayhem. This is a 3D simulator ride through Gru's lab where the minions are going to be doing all kinds of crazy chaos and they're going to be taking you through the lab. This is, like I said, typically the longest line at the Universal side of the park. So if you want to ride it, I do recommend you rope drop it. Like I just said a second ago, when Villain Con opens, it'll probably be split between the two. But that's good news if you're a Harry Potter fan, because that'll keep people up at the front of the park versus running back to Diagon Alley, and escape from Green Gots, which used to be the busiest ride in the park until this land started to open up. So you're definitely, if you have little kids and they love the Minions, you're going to want to hit this early in the day and get it knocked out before it gets too crazy busy. But that ride, Minion Mayhem, is a lot of fun. I'll be honest, uh, if you listen to my episodes about motion sickness in the park and some other things. I don't necessarily love this ride just because it does make me feel really sick. When you go in, you're watching a huge, almost IMAX type screen in front of you and they shrink you and it's all 3D and you're running through all this and it can make you really ill if you get motion sick. It's a ride that we typically like to skip, but it is a lot of fun. We have ridden it a handful of times and the little kids absolutely love it because it's just full of chaos and it's just a ton of fun. Definitely you're going to want to go check that out. But aside from Minion Mayhem, they've done a few different things. uh, They took out one of my favorite restaurants, which is the Monsters Cafe, but they did replace it with the Minion Cafe and Bake My Day, which are two new eateries there at Universal Studios Orlando that are tied to the Minion's Land. They also added the new ride, Villain Con, which is where you're blasting Minions and all kinds of crazy things there. And that one's a lot of fun as well. But before we get to Villain Con and I talk about how cool Villain Con is, I want to take you through these restaurants. So. Over at Minion Cafe, they do have a lot of bowls, sandwiches, and then they've got a, one pizza there. And the food there is really good. Now, I will say we didn't get a chance to really try a lot, and we tried to stay away from a lot there, just because if you're familiar with Minions, you know that they absolutely love bananas. And there's a lot of different banana flavorings and banana things within these restaurants and in the bakery. And my wife, unfortunately, is allergic to bananas, so it just wasn't worth chancing it. So we just tried to stay away from anything that might be cross-contaminated and just went there for a couple little things as well. So we do recommend Mini Cafe. The food selection is very vast, meaning you get a lot of different good options there. And when we looked at the menu, there was something that we all found that we would enjoy eating there. So everyone's gonna be happy when you go to Mini Cafe. I really thought the bowls and the sandwiches looked good. My daughter thought the pizza looked good. So you can definitely try those out. Now, Bake My Day, which is right next door, we were really looking forward to getting some new sweet options and some new treats that are available in the parks. And they do have that. Just know that if you've been over to Islands of Adventure and you go to the Dr. Seuss Land, they also have a bakery in there. The Dr. Seuss Bakery is much larger. You're going to have a lot more options and a much wider variety of selection over at the Dr. Seuss Bakery. Here at Bake My Day, you only have a very small display case, only a few things in there, and then it's more of a candy store. So you're going to have a lot of candy options. And then, of course, everything in the display case is typically going to have some kind of banana item in there or associated with it. So do be cautious of that. If you don't like banana or maybe you're allergic like my wife, it may not be the best place for you to go. If you go further back into the park at Universal Studios Orlando, you do have Diagon Alley as well as the Simpsons Land. And there's a lot of different food options between the two areas over there. And in Diagon Alley, they've got their own sweet shop and ice cream parlor and butterbeer and all that. So don't feel too stressed if you walk into Bake My Day and you feel like none of this stuff really appeals to me. Uh, you've got so many different food options throughout the park. You're gonna find something that you love. Just know this is very much geared towards the little kids and the Minions. And likewise, like I said, Islands of Adventure has Doctor Seuss area, and they've got very similar items over there for Islands of Adventure. Now. The big thing, this is what everyone wants to hear about, is VillainCon. So Villain Con is a new shooter ride over there at Universal Orlando. It is a lot of fun. It is very interactive and it is very different from many of the other shooter rides that are out there. So what I want to do is I'm going to take the next few minutes to walk you through what to expect on this ride, what it's going to be like. And then how you can really maximize your score and do really well on this. Know that they did take over the Shrek Theater to put this in. The Shrek Theater is now gone. So it's in a very large warehouse sized building in there. The queue is mostly outdoors. Now, if you've been to Orlando or you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that that actually disappoints me just because being in Orlando, it is very hot out there. And there's a lot of concrete at Universal Studios. And so that's going to definitely kick the temperature up a little bit. And having most of the queue outdoor, you are going to sweat. So that's why it's best to hit this first thing in the morning. We did rope crop it and it only took us about five minutes to get in. And so it wasn't bad at all. We were able to get through the outdoor part of the queue. Now, if you're midday, late day, I can imagine you may have an hour long wait with the majority of it being outside. They do have some coverings over the area. They have some of the umbrellas up similar to the VelociCoaster area. So it's not terrible. You can find some shade when you're waiting in line. You're not directly exposed to the sun, but do know it's going to be a little bit warmer out there in this queue as you go through it. There is a really short indoor portion of the queue, which is actually really cool. It's very interactive. It's very high tech. They've got a lot of cool LED screens going on uh, with a lot of the villains and a lot of the different things you're going to see throughout the ride. Uh, but it's very short. So you're only going to go through a couple different switchbacks in here before you're boarding the ride. Do know that once you get in there, you do get a chance to cool down for a second, but you're going to be getting on the ride really quick from that point in time. That's also good to know though as you're getting in there, once you go into the building, the ride's not far. Now, once you go through there, you're going to have a short little room that's going to tell you that you're going to take a gun from a rotating wall This The best way I can describe it is when I went to college, there was a a tray return, a cafeteria tray return that was a wall. You put your tray on it. It went around to the backside and it kept loading empty slots, right? These guns work very much the same way. There's a rotating wall. You're going to walk up, take your gun from the wall. It disappears and comes back around and it's fully loaded again as it comes around. It was a really slow moving wall. So no, that is really pacing the traffic for this ride as well as the fact that you're going to be on a conveyor belt. The ride is very fixed as to how many people it can take and how fast it can take them. And the gun wall, it's no different. So when you do get in there, you're going to see it's moving a little bit slow. That might frustrate you or maybe some little kids just because it moves very slow. But there is an attendant there. They're going to help you and it doesn't take too long. You're going to be able to get a gun and go into the next area, which is when you're going to actually get on the ride. So from there, once you have your gun, you're going to walk over. There's a conveyor belt with dots on it. The dots do alternate left and right. And they're going to tell you to stand on the dot. And then you're going to go through the ride standing on there. Okay. The gun does have two buttons. So you have a trigger button like normal, like any other gun. That's going to be your primary weapon, which is just a laser. And then it's got a thumb button up on the front. So basically, if you're holding the gun and I'm demonstrating on the video right now, you've got your right hand on the trigger. Your left hand is holding the front of the gun. There's a button up there for your big missile type weapon. I do want to recommend you do want to use that button as often as you can. That's how you're going to get the most points. The laser part, the actual trigger is really cool. You're going to get to, to shoot out a lot of different things, but that front button is going to really wipe out a lot of stuff on the screen when you're able to use it. So you do want to be able to pay attention to that. When we went through the ride, I saw a lot of other people just shooting their laser and they didn't use that front button. So please don't forget about that. And that's probably one of the biggest keys on this ride. When you go through the ride, there are going to be LED screens on both sides. So there's some on the wall that you're facing. There's also going to be some on the wall behind you. So you're going to want to turn. You're going to want to go both ways. You're going to want to shoot at everything you can and know that when you're on this ride, it is total chaos. So you're shooting at everything in every single direction. Sometimes a villain comes in with a huge robot. Everyone's shooting at that, trying to kill that. You're going to be shooting at different boxes that give you different power-ups. You're going to have coins that are falling and you want to shoot the coins. That's a way to get a lot of points. So you want to definitely go after the coins that are popping out. What I saw a lot of people doing is they would shoot the box and the power-ups would apply to their gun and all the coins that would fall to the ground, they would leave. So you definitely want to be shooting those coins to get a higher score. And you can, any coins that are out there, you can shoot at. So even if someone else opened a box and the coins fall, you're able to shoot and get those points. So please do that. But the action is happening all around. So you want to be looking back and forth very quickly to see what's going on, but have a lot of fun. You want to shoot at things as you go through this ride. You're going to go through multiple rooms. I believe there's three or four different big rooms that you're going to go through before you get to the end of the ride. And you want to keep shooting pretty much the entire time. You want to be shooting at everything. I will say the biggest downside to this ride, and I've seen this a lot online from other people that have ridden it as well, I do follow a lot of blogs and a lot of people that are doing podcasts like we are, and they all were saying the exact same things that we thought. And that is that towards the end of the ride, this gun starts getting a little bit heavy. So as you're carrying it, it's a bigger like plastic Nerf gun. It is a little bit heavier than your traditional Nerf gun, but it is very good in size. And towards the end of the ride, after you've been holding it for a few minutes and shooting quite a bit, your arms will start to get a little bit tired. Now, I can only imagine if you had a little kid there with you, obviously they would be pretty tired at that point. Their arms are going to wear out pretty quick, but I also imagine that they're pretty excited and they may have a little bit of adrenaline kicked up. And because of that, they may make it through the ride without complaining, but do know that these guns do get heavy. One thing that you can do is you can link your Universal Experience app to this ride and it can give you some more interaction. When we were there that was not ready to go because we were part of the beta testers and so we didn't get a chance to experience that. So I don't know what that does any different for you. Uh, as you go through it but know that is an option you are going to see advertisements for that throughout the park that you want to be using your experience app there to link to get some more things out of the Villain Con ride. Now For today, our I can do this all day tip of the day, like we do every single week is that you want to figure out as soon as you start this ride, where your icon is that you're shooting at. So when you look at the screen, you're going to see probably 20 or 30 different like little circles that are up on the screen. And these are all representative of different guns that are pointing at the screen at that point in time. So what I recommend is as soon as this ride starts aim your gun towards a corner of the screen. So the top corner, bottom corner, aim it towards a corner just to figure out which one is yours. If everybody's aiming at the middle and everyone's shooting, you're not gonna know which one is yours. What you wanna do is you wanna not only identify the color, but you wanna identify the symbol. There's only a handful of colors. There's reds, blues, greens, things like that that are out there. But each icon that's on the screen has a different symbol. So like mine had a lightning bolt and it was green. There were probably four or five other green ones on the screen. So when you're looking for yours, obviously, since mine was the lightning bolt, I wanted to find the lightning bolt up there on the screen. And that won't change throughout the game. So as you're shooting the different power-ups in the different boxes and your gun becomes more powerful, you're still going to see, like for me, mine was the lightning bolt. You're going to see that lightning bolt that's up there. Knowing where you're shooting at is a huge advantage. You do not want to think about this gun like a normal gun where, you know, you're going to be looking down the sights and try and aim at something. No, you want to hold this at chest or hip level, and you just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger like in Predator. You just want to be taking this gun back and forth. You want to be shooting at as many things as you possibly can on the screen and blowing them up and then using your special weapon as you go through the game. By knowing which icon is yours, you're going to know exactly where you're positioned and what you're shooting. So that's my tip of the day is identify that at the very, very beginning. Aim at a corner, figure out exactly what icon is yours, and then as you're looking around and you're shooting at things where you're shooting at through the rest of the game. And then, like we said, you definitely want to be using that thumb trigger for the bigger explosions. Now, as you go through the game, you're going to be earning bananas and those bananas are your secret weapon, right? Now on the gun, it will tell you how many of those secret weapons you have available. And I looked down at a couple different times and I had 13 of them available just because I kept shooting different bananas and different items throughout the game. So at that point, I was about halfway through the game. I just started launching these things everywhere and I kept accumulating more. So know that weapon is available on the front of your gun and you do want to use it as often as you can to maximize your points. I can say when we got towards the end of the ride, uh, my score was over 500,000 and my wife and daughter each hit about 150,000. I asked them, did you use your special weapon at all? They both said no. I asked them, did you know where you were aiming at? And they said, no, there were too many things on the screen and they hadn't thought about it. And again, this was our very first time writing it. So I hadn't thought about it until maybe a few seconds into the game. And I was like, I got to figure out which one's mine. And I looked over to the corner and aimed to the corner. And then I knew which one was mine. Knowing that obviously made a huge difference in score. Like I said, they each hit about 150. I hit 500,000 points. And it was because I used my special weapon. I was shooting at the coins and I knew which target was mine. So those are my tips to winning this game. If you're a competitive person, share these tips with your kids, you know, right when they start, figure out which one's icons, theirs and shoot at the coins and use that special weapon and you'll do great. You're going to have a ton of points. As you go through this ride, every single villain you come in contact with, every single box you get shot, it gets destroyed. So it's not like you win or lose. It's just how quickly you do it and how many points you're going to get while doing it. Once you finish the ride and come off, of course, you're back into a gift shop. They have a lot of cool things. They do sell the guns if you wanted to buy a gun. Again, this is not one you can take back through the ride to use on the ride, but you can take it home with you and use it at home, obviously, with your siblings or your friends and pretend shoot at them as well. So they've got a lot of cool merchandise, but basically Minions Land now is a restaurant, a bakery, and two rides there at the front of the park, and it is a lot of fun. This is a little bit different than Universal Studios Hollywood that does have the Minion Mayhem ride as well, but they also have a kitty area with a few little rides there. They've got a little bit of a carnival, and then they have the ride, The Secret Life of Pets, which we did last time that we were out there, and that one was a lot of fun too. But they, this is more of an illumination land out there at Universal Studios Hollywood than a Minion land, like what you're going to have at Universal Studios Orlando. I just know that it's a lot of fun. The little kids are going to love it. And if you do have little kids, like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm going to recommend you knock this out first thing in the day, just because of that outdoor cue and the fact that this is the place where the two longest lines will be once this thing is up and fully operational, which will happen by about the time you guys are listening to this podcast. So with that, we wish you a very magical week as you're planning your next vacation. I encourage you listen to us next week as we're going to take you through Buzz Lightyear and we're going to talk both Magic Kingdom in Orlando and Disneyland in Anaheim. And I'm going to tell you how to maximize the score at both, which I have done. And I'm a galactic hero at both Disneyland and Disney World multiple times. And I'm going to tell you how to do it and how to get the perfect 999999 score on your Buzz Lightyear ride. So tune into us next week and we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. bye bye